Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Ram Hare Ram 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Ram Hare Ram 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Ram Hare Ram 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hari 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 Rama Hari Rama 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 Hari 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 Krishna Hari Krishna 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 Hari 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 Rama Hari Rama 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 Hari 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 Krishna Hari Krishna 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 Hari 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 Rama Hari Rama Hari Rama 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 Hari 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 Krishna Hari Krishna 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 Hong 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 May all sorrows pass away quickly from you. May you enter into the blissful realms of the Devachan forever. Hare Krishna. Okay, let's continue with the life. Somebody corrected me. It is not the life of Milarepa. <laughs> Somebody corrected me in my pronunciation. Life of Milarepa. Mila Repa. Mila Repa. I mean, I think uh, growing up in a uh, Cuban family, that uh, the E, the E is E, e. the E sound, E, E is E, a short sound, E. E, 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 e. but, uh, but uh, Mila, Mila Repa, Mila Repa, yeah, Mila Repa, Mila Repa. It's just harder for me to say. I have a short tongue. <laughs> Namo Guru, Namo Guru, Padma Sambhava Ye. Okay, I'm going to get to chapter two. Namo Guru Rinpoche, Namo Guru Rinpoche. Namo Guru Rinpoche Ah Ah Chapter 2 Then Rei Chungpa asked O Lama After the loss of your father long ago you encountered much hardship. Please tell us what that was like. Milarepa continued, When I was about seven years old, my father, Mila Sherab Geltsen, was stricken with a terrible illness. Doctors and, div- and diviners foretold that he would not recover And they abandoned him. Friends and relatives, likewise, knew he would not live. Even my father himself was resolved that he would not survive. Our relatives, including my paternal uncle and aunt, our friends, countrymen, and neighbors all gathered 
my father intended to place his wife and children together with all of his wealth in the care of a trustee. At last, he prepared an extensive testament ensuring that his son would would reclaim his patrimony. Then he read it aloud for all to hear. Quote, I will say it in brief and out loud. I shall not recover from my present illness. Consequently, as my son is still young, these are the arrangements through which I entrust him to care to the care of all his relatives, especially his paternal uncle and aunt. My wealth includes all the following in the highlands, yaks, horses, and sheep. In the lowlands, various tracts of land, Orma Triangle, foremost among them. Upon which the poor dare not even look. On the ground floor of the house, cattle, goats, and donkeys. In the upper rooms, utensils of gold, silver, and iron. Turquoise, silk fabrics, and a granary. In short, my possessions are such that I need not aspire for any other man's wealth. Spend a portion of these for expenses after I am gone. The rest I entrust to all of you gathered here until my son is able to support his own household. In particular, I entrust him to the care of both his paternal uncle and aunt. When my son is able to support his own family, he shall marry Zeze as they were betrothed in childhood. You will then return to him my wealth in its entirety and ensure that my son thus takes charge of his patrimony. Until then, may all their relatives, led by their uncle and aunt, know the joys and sorrows of my wife and children. Do not lead them into misery. I shall watch you from my grave when I die. With this, my father died. Our relatives performed the rites for the deceased. In agreement, they said, Nyangsa Kargyen herself should take care of the remaining wealth, while we all should provide whatever assistance she needs as best we can from the side. My uncle and aunt said, Although some people are family, we are sincere family. We won't lead them, mother and children, into misery. In accordance with the testament, we shall assume control of the wealth. Without listening to the arguments of my mother's brother or Zeze's father and brothers 
My uncle took the men's goods, and my aunt took the women's. The rest they divided in half. Having done so, they said, You, mother and children, shall serve us each in turn. Thus my mother and we children no longer had control of our possessions. In summer, the time for working the fields, we were our uncle's servants. In winter, the time for spinning and weaving wool, we were our aunt's servants. Our food was food for dogs, our work, work for donkeys. We wore strips of tattered robe over our shoulders, tied with a jute belt. Forced to toil without rest, our limbs became cracked and raw. With only poor food and clothing, we became pale and emaciated. Our hair, once dangling in locks plated with gold and turquoise, turned ashen and thin and became infested with lice. Sensitive folks who saw or heard us all broke down in tears. Gossip quietly circulated about my aunt and uncle, but they acted without restraint as we, mother and children, were beset with misery. My mother said to my aunt, You are not Kungsa Paldren, glorious leader of the Kyungsa. You are Domo Takdren, demoness leaders, demoness leader of tigers. My aunt thus became known as Dumo Takdren. In those days there was a proverb, When the false master aims to be master, the true master is put out like a dog. Such is what had become of us, mother and children. Previously, when my father, Mila Sharab Geltsen, was alive, everyone, both high and low, looked to see if we smiled or frowned. Later, when my uncle and aunt became rich as kings, it was their faces, smiling or frowning, upon which everyone gazed. About my mother, the people whispered, How true the saying, rich husband, clever wife, soft wool, fine woolens. Now that no capable man is around, it is just as the proverb says, At first, while Nyangsa Kargian was sustained by a fine husband, it is said she was courageous and wise, and an excellent cook. Now her wisdom was dimmed, 
and she is completely miserable. Our inferiors all ridiculed us behind our backs, just as the saying goes, when one is beset by misery, gossip will follow in turn. Zay's parents gave me new clothing and boots and said, When riches are gone, you needn't think yourself poor, since they are like dewdrops in a meadow. In the past, your ancestors didn't acquire wealth until later on in life. For you, too, a time of prosperity will come. Saying this, they consoled us over and over. Then I reached my fifteenth year. At that time, there was a field given to my mother by her parents as her inheritance, known by the unpleasant name Trepe Tenchong, Little Boot Soul, but producing an excellent harvest. My my maternal my maternal uncle cultivated the field and did what he could to increase its its yield of barley while quietly stashing it away With the excess, he purchased a great quantity of meat. He ground a large amount of white barley into flour and brewed a, a good deal of black barley into beer. This, he said, was for Nyangsa Kargian and her children to reclaim their wealth. Then he borrowed many carpets and laid them out in our house, Kazi Dungye. Kazi Dungye. Excuse me, sorry, I seem to have a little bit of a cold. We invited our close relatives headed by my my paternal aunt and uncle, our friends, countrymen, and neighbors, in particular anyone with knowledge of my father, Mila Sherab Gautzen's testament letter, Mila Sherab Gautzen's testament letter read at the time of his death. To my aunt and uncle, we presented an entire animal carcass, to the others, we offered portions, larger or smaller, according to their rank, and with beer in porcelain cups for good fortune and long life, we served an excellent feast. My mother then stood up in the middle of the guests, who were seated in a row, and said, All right then. When a child is born, he is named. When beer is poured, there is talk. I also have a few words to say. 
elders seated here in a row headed by uncle and aunt. You know of my husband Mila Sherab Geltzen's testament proclaimed at the time of his passing. Please listen closely. My maternal uncle then read the text of my father's testament. When he finished, my mother said, Since the meaning of this text and its proclamation is clear to all the elders seated here, there is no need for me to recount it at length. Briefly stated, up to now both uncle and aunt have looked after me and my children with utmost care. Now, as my son and Zeze are able to support their own family, I ask that you return our wealth that was entrusted to you, that my son marry Zeze, and that he then take possession of his patrimony in accordance with my father's testament. My uncle and aunt never agreed with one another, but they were, they were reconciled in their greed, and I was an only son while my uncle had many sons. My uncle and aunt were thus united and said, You have possessions? Where are they? Previously, when Mila Sherab Geltzen was in good health, we loaned him a house, fields, gold, turquoise, crossbred yaks, yaks, horses, yaks, and sheep. When he died, these possessions were returned to their owner. Do you own a single piece of gold? A handful of barley? A single lump of butter? A single silken robe? Even a single she-goat? We never saw any of these. And yet you speak like this? Who wrote the text of your testament? We were good enough to sustain you truly miserable creatures, so you did not starve to death. But it is as the saying goes, when wicked men are granted power, they will measure out water by the ladleful. My uncle blew his nose and suddenly rose from his seat. He snapped his fingers shook the hem of his cloak, and stomped his foot. Then he said, What is more, even this house belongs to us. So you and your children, get out! And he slapped my mother with his hand and struck my sister and me with the length of his sleeve. At that point, my mother cried, Oh, Father Miller Sherab Geltzen, look at the fate of your wife and children. You who said, I shall watch you from my grave. The time has come to look upon us. She fell on the floor weeping and rolled back and forth on the ground. My sister and I could do nothing for her but weep. 
Since my uncle had many sons, my mother's brother was unable to stand up to them. Those of our countrymen who were sympathetic toward us expressed their empathy for mother and children, and not one among them failed to weep. The rest sighed deeply. Then uncle and aunt said to us, You say that you need your possessions, but you already possess many things. You have laid out a feast for your neighbors and countrymen without regard for the meat and beer that you squandered. Your possessions? We don't have them. Even if we did, we wouldn't give them to you. So if you are many, so if you are many, wage war. If you are few, cast magic. Having said this, they left. Those who sided with them followed them out. As my mother sat there weeping hysterically, all those sympathetic to us, such as my maternal uncle and Zeze's father and brothers, stayed behind to console her. They drank the remaining beer and said to my mother, Don't cry. Crying won't help. Beg something from everyone who gathered here today at the feast tables. All of us here will give you what we can. Even uncle and aunt will give something. My maternal uncle said, Do just that and send the boy to learn a skill. You and your daughter come stay with me and work the fields. It is fitting that you do something useful. In any case, you must not be ashamed before uncle and aunt. My mother replied, I have no control over our possessions, but I will not support my children with charity. Uncle and aunt have no intention to return even a portion of our wealth. I will by all means send my son to learn a skill. Uncle and aunt did not return to us what was rightfully ours. So we will run at the sound of the drum and run at the rising of smoke. Then they will see what we are really like. From here on, we will work the fields. In Mitogeka of Tsa, there lived a master of the Nyingmapa mantra tradition named Lugye Ken, who was very much in demand for village rituals. I was sent to study reading with him. At that time, our relatives gave us a few things they had begged. In particular, Zeze's parents gave foodstuffs and firewood and then repeatedly sent Zeze to the place where I was learning to read in order to console me. My maternal uncle fed my mother and sister so they were not forced to go beg or work for others. My maternal uncle wouldn't let my mother beg 
keeping her continuously engaged so that wool she spun on one day was that day woven. In this in this way, my sister and I accumulated whatever useful things and money we could. My sister worked in the service of others as much as possible, and running at the sound of the drum and running at the rising of smoke, she was able to obtain some clothes. With, fi- with, with flavorless food, tattered clothing, and miserable spirits, We did not know any happiness. Thus, Milarepa spoke. At this point, those listening to the discourse felt saddened and world-weary. In this state of mind, they wept, and then, for a moment, all were silent. This was the second ordinary deed, the deed of his practicing the truth of suffering in its entirety. Okay, this ends chapter two. Next episode, chapter three. Wonderful story. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for suggesting this book. And uh, many blessings to you all. May you be well, may you be safe, may you be happy, may you be calm and peaceful.